But confidence to me and self-love are both muscles. I feel like people's confidence probably comes first before self-love because I think confidence comes through taking action. So the more you start to take action towards things, whatever it is, so you can be confident at being good at something, but you can still not love yourself. Today, I have a very special guest and friend, Lorna. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, so I, my name is Lorna. If we're going to use the full name, Lorna McKenna. Uh, I am a, we're going to use a professional title. I'm a, well, the title that we need to go by. I'm a mindset and empowerment coach, as well as also a podcast host. Uh, I guide rebellious women to break free of the rules that they have set themselves in life, become unapologetic and live a life that they love. So if we're going to use the professional title. Oh, that was so good. (laughs) That was so put together. I remember when mine used to be just like, uh, uh, I'm not sure what I really do. And it was kind of like very confusing, but that was really concise. Now I have brought Lorna on to the podcast because we have spoken a lot over the last couple of months Um, And we've really got to know each other. And Lorna is a bit of an expert in self-love in lots and lots of different ways. And her journey is really, really inspiring. So I wanted to bring her on and give you guys a bit of insight, both into her journey, but also get her advice, guidance on how you can start your own self-love journey. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about your journey around self-love and let us know kind of what that looked like for you. Yes, of course. Well, first of all, before I started on my journey, and even when I started back on my development journey, I definitely didn't even know what self-love is. If you'd have asked me if I loved myself, the answer was no. And I didn't realise this was something that was really present. And I think for a lot of us, not just women, but women especially, Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure on the way we look. And I actually started my development journey through weight loss because I was under the illusion, if I lost weight, I would be happy. because the story I'd had growing up and the the experiences growing up my weight was always a focal one I don't know how many of you can relate but I was always the bigger one and I'm saying bigger inverted commas the bigger one out of my friends I was always the one that felt I don't know she yeah bigger so growing up completely relate to that one yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I guess it's like a label that I'd, I'd attached to myself and growing up like even like for my family it was it was always a focal point So it got to when I graduated from university and I'd looked at my graduation pictures and I was just like, oh my God, I felt like I'd really let myself go. Mm. I knew something needed to change. I didn't know what, but I thought it was my weight. That was one thing. And like I said, that had always been a focal point. And I went on a weight loss journey and I lost like four and a half stone, which was amazing. And I did start to change my life. However, I still had lost all this weight, but I still wasn't happy. And I got to this point where I'm like well I've lost weight I'm slimmer I should be happier like surely that that was the key to happiness is being mm-hmm. slim because your weight is at the center fold of everything like how you look that must that must determine your worth and obviously that wasn't the case so I started questioning I was very like well why do I feel like this I feel so lost because surely there's got to be something more mm-hmm. and I started questioning and like diving a little bit deeper into it and I read a couple of personal development books that a friend had recommended me, but I just didn't really get it. And then I just yeah. put them down. We read, we, and it it's, wasn't the time for me. And then it was at the start of the pandemic. I, just before the pandemic started, I uh, joined an online network marketing company. 
and through that I was exposed to like the mindset side of personal development and that's where like my mindset journey really started when I started learning about implementing a morning routine and all these different like facets that come into mindset of affirmations and how you speak to yourself and I guess that's when you could say the real journey started when I actually started realizing that the more I prioritize the relationship with myself the Mm. better I show up around me the more actually when I start doing things for me and actually speaking to myself kindly and I think that's how it started and then the more I got on my journey the more I just wanted to tell people all these things that I were doing that I was doing at me I think that's how a lot of us start when we get into personal development we're like oh this is changing my life I want to share and then that's how I I came into coaching and I think for me self-love has been a, a real fundamental part of my journey and something why I'm really passionate is because I realize that the relationship that we have the longest in life is with ourselves yeah and that is the most important one no matter what anybody says mm. and as, until you have that foundation in you then that there's so many that everything else feels like it's crumbled crumbles around you and it's when the foundation's not strong in us and it's about to me having like self-love isn't just about highlighting the good parts it's also about loving the parts of us that we don't particularly like and still being able to show compassion to it all because we're all imperfectly perfect Mm. and they're all parts of us and it's to me like the self-love has been about learning about my self-worth about learning that I can love myself even when I feel like I'm on the floor and that doesn't make me any any less of a person because it's a cycle of life it's a cycle of us as humans and that's kind of I guess why I'm so passionate about it because I get I guess we're going to talk about it in the sense of like how like we refer it to as our power I gave away my happiness to other people thinking that that was in them Mm. I never realized that that was an inside job and it was through that journey as well that I realized uh, actually like this is how it should be and you should focus on yourself first and yeah I think we're just not taught that are we we're just not aware of the power of self-love and self-development um and I also think that even people outside of that space that aren't haven't you know in some in some areas of this work we call it awake haven't woken up yet um Mm -hmm. and kind of still sleeping on that kind of work Um, and they look at the people who are doing the work who are kind of loving themselves and they may be seeing that growth and they feel like pushed out of the circle because they haven't yet done that work and it can feel like a them and us situation but the thing is the people who are doing the work really want to bring people along with them Um, but at some point for your own self-love you also have to make cuts and you know put boundaries up and protect that new energy that you that you've built for yourself and I just wonder like a lot of people kind of define it in lots of different ways but do you have kind of something that you go back to in terms of the definition of self-love yeah for me um my definition of self-love is to self-love is about loving all parts of yourself even the parts that you are striving to improve and I always come back to that in the 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 part of striving to improve because this journey that we go on there's not there's not a destination there's not an end destination it's continuous and it's about being able to acceptance and I do believe that acceptance does set us free and it's accepting that we have flaws it's about accepting that there's going to be times where we might not hold ourselves to the standards that we want to be upholding and that we're going to have times where we might like stand in our own way it's also about remembering like that is part of this journey and 
I think something this last week I've been really thinking about actually is this this having this and it's something I'm really thinking of how do I really cultivate it and it's going to take a lot of work but having this no matter what mindset like no matter what is going on around me no matter how much money I have in my bank no matter how matter how what my success in business is no matter what I'm feeling how do I still sit with that feeling that I am enough I am worthy of love I am abundant in no matter what is going on around. And I think this is something, like I said, it's been the thing that I've been thinking about a lot this week because it's it's when the times get tough is how do you sit no matter what, knowing that you are worthy of love. And obviously it goes, it's not just as easy as thinking like, oh, no matter what, it's a lot of deep inner work. It's also about cultivating that feeling no matter what. Mm. And I think that's where to me it comes, comes down to is self-love and, also letting go of the story like my clients and if you listen to my people that are like my podcast listeners will hear me say that my favorite phrase is self-love is not selfish and I think this is like a myth that people think to love yourself a bit like you said we're not taught people think it's a myth to love yourself that you're selfish when you start putting yourself first because like you said we set boundaries and actually it's like the most selfless thing you can do is to love yourself because if you start having a nice relationship with yourself and I definitely know that I'm a nicer human since I started loving myself because I've got more love to give others mm-hmm. and it, it all starts we've, we've said it so many times do you think everything that, starts with you do you think that people put that label on self-love being selfish because they're scared to start that journey I know that we lots of labels that we live by you know we almost create excuses for ourselves because we're scared to take the step forward and Mm -hmm. so I mean I've had that a thousand times if not more that self-love is selfish but when you dive into that really what are you actually saying that it is selfish to love who you are to appreciate yourself and so that you show up as a better person and actually do you think that the label of being selfish is is kind of partially an excuse from people who don't want to start the journey that they know it's going to be difficult yeah 100 percent. and I think if you just have to look at someone for example or that is is in a position or someone that you might look up to and you think wow like they they really are like I guess self-love as well is to do with confidence it's having confidence in who you are as a person mm-hmm. and we always look at people and I've looked at people who I've felt confident before I've gone down this path and thinking like what have they got that I've not or they must have like a secret there's something but not realizing the secret is within us like every secret is within and I think we've spoken a lot about this recently and I've I've found with a lot of people when I first started on my journey like I once had a friend say to me like do you not find it embarrassing like what you're posting on Instagram and then I tried to sort of ridicule what I was doing and then it transpired a bit later down the line was like I don't have the confidence to do that so mm-hmm. it's always about looking at the things of when people say things like it's not really about us it's always about them the same as if we project something ourselves it's not about the other person it's about what we get to work on and Absolutely. I think learning that and having that awareness really changed everything for me because yeah. it's then up to me what I decide what I give meaning to do mm-hmm. I give that person's words meaning and if I am giving it meaning why and coming mm-hmm. back to it and I think there's a difference as well. I think the other thing around, like, not just the selfish thing is about people saying about self-love, oh, it's about you being, oh, don't be too big-headed. 
but it's also there's a difference between arrogant and there's just been a difference to knowing your worth and I think that's the difference because for so long mm. we're not taught to know your worth so when you start to do you become very powerful yeah when you, you do. know your worth you are powerful why because you're not going to let other people yeah. walk all over you I remember the first time when I got um I got called cocky at, at an old job of mine by an old colleague um and it was because I was I was starting my journey. And to be fair, like partially, I think I was still trying to fake it till I make it kind of thing. And it did come across a little bit arrogant because I wasn't I didn't truly believe it. There was some kind of falsity to it because I wasn't truly embodying that yet. I was I like the idea of it. I like the idea of having this kind of no matter what confidence, but I didn't really have it. So I was teetering on the edge of more than I needed to kind of prove my point Mm -hmm. um rather than just being quietly confident and quietly knowing my own worth which is where we are now um I was very early in the journey and so people used to say to me you know that you're quite cocky and they used to say it in a way that was like you know kind of calm down stop talking about your worth so much you know stop kind of putting yourself forward for so many things and I really didn't understand it it absolutely shook me to my core like I was so upset like I was I cried so much because I was so hurt by the comment um, that I was perceived in this way. And obviously looking back on it now that I'm at this place in my journey years later, it's so obvious to me to look around that situation and be like, everybody's everybody else's issues were right at the forefront. And it really actually wasn't about me at all. My, whatever it was, fake it to you, make it confidence, whatever it was, just me standing my ground and seeing my worth and knowing that I was worthy of being paid the right amount of money going for a a promotion when I was even 21 you know just demanding more because I thought I deserved it I knew I deserved it that in itself was enough to trigger people and look at their own situation and be like oh my god look at her ugh you know stop being so cocky because they truly didn't see their own worth they truly didn't see how they showed up for themselves and they saw lots of areas of lack in their own lives and it wasn't anything to do with me it was everything to do with them so I love that what you talked about around confidence and self-love and how they intertwine and my listeners will know I talk a lot about confidence but I'm really interested to ask the question what do you think comes first self-love or confidence and how do you think they trigger each other in in ways along the journey that's a really good question. <laughs> it's a tricky <laughs> <the experts. laughs> Confidence or self-love. I think they're both muscles. And this is how I like to view a lot of things like in the work that we do is oh, everything like repetition is key to mm. success, whatever that success is. And I'm not just, we're not talking about look, just success for say business success. Anything that you want to be successful at, whatever you define that is, the key to that is repetition. Mm. No one, we're not... Well, we are born confident, but obviously, like, we're born whole, and then we have all the conditioning and everything, and then that takes us away, so then we're on this journey of unlearning. Yeah. But confidence, to me, and self-love are both muscles. I feel like people's confidence probably comes first before self-love, because I think confidence comes through taking action so the more you start to take action towards things whatever it is so you can be confident at being good at something but you can still not love yourself if that Mm. makes sense like we I can be confident at 
going for a run because I've gone for so many runs, but I might still not love myself. So I feel like the confidence, you can build the confidence mm. through repetition, through pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And that is an act of self-love. And I think the self-love is the the harder, probably the, the harder of the two to, I don't want to say master because I do, do we ever master it? It just, because it's constantly evolving. The mm. self-love is more, you have to look within yourself because we have to unlearn a lot of the beliefs that we've been taught a lot of the times where we've maybe not felt loved. Yeah. And this is where it comes to looking at your core commitments or your core needs. And if your core commitment, and like a big thing is for, for me personally on my journey was I always looked at other people for love. I always looked for other people for happiness so my like core commitment to myself was that I thought other people brought me this feeling brought me this love and actually like what when we have this core commitment of needing love from others it's at the the need that we need is to be more self-love so it's about how do you show yourself that love how do you validate yourself but that's the harder thing to do because obviously our brains are naturally like programmed to have a negative conscious bias so it's like we're fighting against that we're fighting against the natural bit so that's where we have to become conscious that takes longer to to build the muscle of self-love mm. but the biggest free reframe that I can I can give around self-love which really helped me is just seeing everything that you do for yourself that's going to positively impact your life in some way as an act of self-love so rather than seeing it as like only if I do this kind of work it's a, a, an act of self-love no start seeing like the little things like when you wake up on time is an act yeah. of self-love when you do yourself like it could be like something like nice like skincare it's an act of self-love when you feed yourself a nutritious meal or when on the flip side like it's an act of self-love or when we speak to ourselves kindly it's an act of our self-love but also seeing when you say no to something that you know is not going to serve you that's an act of self-love probably a bigger act of self-love because you're protecting your energy which is your greatest currency you're protecting your time start seeing everything that you do that's going to positively impact Mm. your life in some way even if it feels uncomfortable because it does when we set boundaries when we start prioritizing mm. ourselves when we start having these realizations see everything even doing the deep inner work is a the deep inner work is an act of self-love for you to sit there and face all parts of yourself and be so radically honest about where you are holding yourself back is one of the highest forms of self-love in my opinion because that is the hard stuff to do and it's the stuff that most people don't yeah. want to do for you to do that is you showing you the biggest act of self-love is it comfortable Definitely not easy no, <laughs> no like, is it, is it, you probably know like no. is it comfortable when you have to sit there and literally be like if I'm like Lorna like why the fuck are you literally sorry for swearing why the fuck are you standing in your own way why are you engaging in this behavior that you know is making you feel shit yeah. why are you doing it and then answering that question and then realizing mm. why and actually realizing there's a deeper meaning so I would say confidence comes first because we can become confident in something but the confidence will only carry us so far because if we don't match the inner work which is what self-love is to mm. me is inner work if we don't match that inner work of working on that feeling of believing ourselves believing in ourselves thinking we are worthy and you and I have had many conversations and yeah. I am still uncomfortable were in these blocks in myself and I had a big realization a couple of weeks ago when really I felt I felt like I'd masked over it a little bit did I actually think I was worthy and the answer was no like that's yeah. not easy to face it's not that's no. not comfortable and it's also like but it's free. when you're really like it's being honest and then it's being even more honest it's kind of you know when you know it's there like the knowledge is not enough you have oh. to implement it you have to take action on it 
Um, and it's really interesting how you said about kind of confidence and, and self-love being muscles. And I guess I see it in a similar way. The only thing I would say as well that would be slightly different is that I kind of see confidence as something that you build, you have to build from the ground up. And then I feel like once you've built confidence, once you can show up in a confident way, I think it it only grows. I think that it it only builds and builds if you build the solid foundations, if you kind of start from a place of abundance, start from a place of growth rather than lack. I think that that is when confidence can really start to just grow and grow and grow. However, I feel like self-love, it ebbs and flows. I feel like it ebbs and flows throughout seasons of life. Um, and as we learn more about ourselves, our self-love kind of has to catch up and love this new part of ourselves that we've discovered almost. Yeah. You know, when I was kind of doing a lot of the deep work, I struggled with um letting a lot of things go from being kind of a young a young child of like why did I do that why didn't I do this um and I think like even though I, I felt confident in what I bring and what my abilities this uh, the self-love kind of came up and went down came up and went down as I learned these new parts of myself and, and had to kind of see these new areas of my life um that I hadn't seen before um, so that kind of leads me nicely onto my last question. And you have touched on this kind of, but I want to just get maybe a couple of implementable things that the listeners can do today or like this week. Where do you start with this journey? Like, where does it begin? What are some of the things that people can do that are really going to help them see and feel that progress, feel that kind of journey starting for themselves I guess one thing is just deciding that it's going to happen but from there like what do you think is the best place to start on your self-love journey well that's a I really like that question I was going to think about it but there's one thing I wanted just to say on what you said about the confidence about it like you're building from the ground up I think I definitely feel that with confidence because we start from whatever we're going to work out we're we're at the beginner so we are building like it's repetition yeah. And I think a big thing that comes along with building the confidence is self-trust. And I think they yeah. come along very nicely together because trust is about when you make them keep them commitments to yourself. And then Definitely. that leads into the self-love and just... And self-discipline it, as well. Like yeah. it all kind of feeds off each other, doesn't it? Like making the decision, self, like mm-hmm. the confidence to make the decision, the self-discipline to follow through with that action, you know, loving yourself yeah. for following through... And then seeing how all the things tie together and seeing that confidence grow as you continue to trust and follow through with the things that you've promised yourself you would do. Everything kind of feeds together. Yeah, definitely. And I always like to use the analogy of like a wall, like thinking like every every rep is like a brick of this wall. Mm. So if it's confidence, trust, it's like the wall might have no foundations now, but every time you do something, you're adding a layer to that. And eventually you're adding a brick by brick. So maybe when you first start, and obviously the resistance is there, that the, each time you don't do something, maybe a brick gets knocked down and you might feel like you're coming back up. But when you start to keep them promises, the wall gets higher and higher. Yeah. So then when maybe that might have an off day and not do something, it's only mm. one brick, the foundation is I strong. love that as well, because I feel like I talk so much about like the power of the foundations, the power of, you know, not just digging from the ground up, but digging down into the ground yeah. and starting that process again. So that when you do build the wall, it's sturdy and it can support you. Like when you end up building your empire, yeah. 
a gust of wind of judgment or something like that isn't going to knock it down because you've built these solid foundations and yeah. I, what I love about that analogy is that you know you do have to dig down which is some of the work and if your mission is to build a wall you are not going to see progress on that wall for a while yeah. because you're going to be digging down into the ground filling up those foundations filling up that concrete filling up things that are going to eventually support the wall before you even see the wall being built and so it's having that patience to be in it for the long game like like we said this journey is not linear it is up and down it is back and forth it is everything left and right and you know it does feel like sometimes it is a spiral but you know if you consistently do the work and be prepared to dig down into the trenches do that work get you know get clear release a lot of that judgment and anything that you have to work through so that you can rebuild and unlearn all the crap so that you can rebuild in a way that you feel you want to move forward with eventually that wall is going to be so strong and going to be able to support your journey moving forward um without the fear of kind of someone coming around and knocking it over because that's not going to happen yeah and I think just just on that point of what you said that the foundations are strong we sometimes have to do the work and see it without seeing it like I'll be completely transparent I didn't personally notice a difference in myself other people did but me personally when I felt like something really clicked I was eight months into my mindset journey I still Mm. showed up and did the work even though didn't see couldn't physically see I couldn't physically see the changes in myself and it's also about remembering that we live in a society where we want to be instantly gratified and obviously social media is mm. is a really powerful tool but also is look at people and think they're an overnight success or they've overly night got there but you don't I always say to people like you don't actually see the work that goes in behind the scenes you just, no, they see, just the see the wall they just see the wall and actually like people will say to me sometimes like oh you're so confident you're so but also you, what you don't see is that literally probably the, the thousands and thousands of pounds I've spent on getting coached, the thousands probably of hours more I've put into myself, into mm-hmm. the difficult conversations, the amount of tears, the amount yeah. of peeling myself off the floor. You don't see all of that. Mm-hmm. And that is part of the journey. But you know what? I yeah. wouldn't actually change any of that journey mm-hmm. because it's who you become in this process. It's who yeah. you become in building that strong wall. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Because if everything around you went, this is something I'm really realizing is like if you lost everything around you, like everything went that you had now, all your possessions, all your business, and you're just left standing there, what people can't take away from you is you can't carry it to your resilience and knowing you can build it again. Yeah. And it's about the self-mastery in the process mm. of this journey of knowing, like I said, like no matter what's going on around you, like you've still got yourself. Mm. And I think as well with that journey, like about the the bits that you do see, the bits that you don't see, I almost feel in a way like you don't owe it to anybody to show the dark side of that journey. Like you don't owe it to anybody to um, share where that journey went, you know, by all means you can. But I always say to my clients, show the scar, not the, you know, the fleshy wound because... Uh ultimately you deserve time to process and to go on that journey with whoever you want there and you know you don't have to show up and be like oh I just discovered this belief about myself and I'm currently unearthing it and it's really painful mm-hmm. you also don't have to do that and I think that's a really important message that whatever you feel comfortable to share and 
along the journey is completely up to you but that also means recognizing that you won't always see everyone's every part of everyone's journey straight away um and they're much more likely to share those kind of wounds later on and later on once they've processed them and once they've had an opportunity to get through and understand what that really means for them yeah and I just think around the journey like I'm very open with my journey of certain parts but there's a lot of parts of my journey that I don't share because when I don't think I'm fully healed through it yeah and the the things that are quite personal and I think I just one thing I always come back to is we all have a story we all have unique experiences we've all suffered in some way we've all experienced hardships and it's in various degrees and yes obviously we might look at certain situations and they might feel I don't know we like they are all traumatic and some situations yes the the trauma might when we like hear about it it might be like really graphic but just there's no there's no definition of what is a a, oh a powerful trauma trauma is trauma at Mm. the end of the day any experience that has left you feeling a certain way with the belief is a trauma so it doesn't matter how big the event is it's also not a competition so do not ever think that your trauma isn't worthy just because someone else might Mm -hmm. have suffered more or it might have seemed like suffered more we all suffer and we, we all we all have our own unique experiences that shape who we who we become and then also we unlearn that and then we use that as our power so it's also yeah. just remembering like your journey is just as valid and if I'm going to go back to one thing it, it can be like a, if we're going to start on the self of journey I think the things to, to be one is obviously like we said is to make a decision that something wants to change the other the question that I like to ask myself sometimes is like what areas of my life am I unhappy with and you might think like why am I asking myself what am I unhappy with but you want to identify the areas in your life right now that you feel are lacking like where do you actually feel unhappy is it your job is it that you're not happy with the way that you look it, whatever it is this, this yeah. whatever it is like what are you unhappy with? Because if you can identify what you're unhappy with, then that's probably the easiest thing. Because if I ask you to ask what you what you're happy with, you'd be sat there like, oh, I don't know. Look at what you're unhappy with, then look at the list and think what is the most priority thing. Like, what would change them if you felt like anything in your life would change? Like for mm-hmm. me, mine was my weight, even though I didn't know it at the time. I, I thought that, and then I started on that, and then it's asking yourself, how can you? What can you do to create that change and get clear on who you want to be? where do you want where do you see yourself and sort of work backwards from that and the other and I think starting with the thing that's probably the most present for you might be the hardest obstacle to overcome and then you'll start changing one thing and realize like how everything starts to change around you Mm. and then the other thing is the other thing as well is I guess it's a really challenging thing to do and I did I did a guest speaking um, like workshop for self-love for, for some women the other week and last week sorry and one thing I, I've, I've started doing myself is I look in the mirror and tell myself I love you and it can be really uncomfortable to do mm. but when was the last time you actually looked at yourself and said it and just looking at yourself and saying that like when was it actually the last time like you said I love you to yourself and start like I guess like because everything in life that we have is a relationship and it all stems to the relationship we have with ourselves so if we're looking at at the relationship that you have with yourself now sometimes it's like having the awareness around and this is where it's like this is probably not stuff that's right at the start but I'll I'll just say it anyway because I think once you have this like you get a deeper understanding of yourself where you can Mm. see where you might be shaming holding shame and obviously that is like deeper deeper work but 
also just looking just as an objectively like look writing down all the things that you say about yourself or become aware of what you say about yourself like if every time you catch yourself saying something might be that you're useless or god you're an idiot because you didn't do that write it down and actually just become aware of how you're speaking to yourself and then Mm -hmm. look at that list and like I said this is not to judge yourself just look at from this list of just purely objectives it's just words on paper it's not about you yes obviously them thoughts have come through your head or you they've come out words have come out your mouth write them down and then look at that list and ask yourself would I say that to somebody that I know because nine times out of ten I used to do as well as I used to think would I say that to um seven-year-old version of me yeah like would I say that to my future daughter yeah like and and suddenly like it's almost like you get kind of smacked in the face with it of like wow I'm so mean to myself Mm. um and it, it can be quite hard to kind of recognize that but like Lorna said it's about it's about coming out from a place of no judgment because you're doing this work essentially to improve every area of your life and it will do that but you do have to look at some of the hard truths um that 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 exist right now in order to move through them and then eventually move past them and you know turn into this new person and another thing as well is about um what you said about like I am useless or one of the things that I think people kind of miss around that language is like I'm the kind of person who or like I don't do that or I never do well with this or oh I'm I'm I don't usually get that thing um or like people say like I'm not very lucky or I never win or whatever and all of these words and phrases and things are basically labels that you've put on yourself and identities that you've given to yourself yeah. that carve out this current identity that you are living in. Mm-hmm. And the only way to kind of create a new reality is to start to unlearn that behavior, essentially create a new identity and then step into her. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap it up. But did you have any final words to say? No, I think I think what you've just said there is it's all about creating a new identity and one that supports you, one that's loving. And I think just look at the relationship with yourself and I think get really clear and especially if you've never thought about it before, it might not happen straight away. But just keep asking yourself, like, what do I want to feel like with the relationship with myself? How do I want to feel? How do I actually want to be speaking to myself? What do I want to believe about myself? And get really clear on who it is you want to become. And just remember that any time you're doing any of this work, anything that you do for yourself is an act of self-love. And just start celebrating that. Like every day, just even if you just want to start one little habit daily, is one, express gratitude for yourself. Like why are you grateful for yourself? Because we always express gratitude for things outside of us, which is amazing. But it's like, when do you actually stop and just say, like, I'm really grateful that I showed up for myself today. I'm really grateful that... I decided to take myself on a run today because like you've decided to do that yes mm-hmm. obviously I'm grateful for this body that you get to move in start by expressing gratitude for yourself because gratitude if we're expressing gratitude we can't feel like we're lacking anything and then the other thing is just get into the habit of like celebrating yourself and stop labeling like celebrations of having to be big events and start just celebrating everything when you're creating change when we're creating any form of change within ourselves we can overlook so much and I'm still sometimes like guilty of this like we all yeah. are because so much can happen but just get into the habit of like saying 
celebrating yourself and writing down like three things you're proud of achieving in a day mm. and that one is going to help build your confidence but two it's like yeah I'm, I'm showing appreciation for myself and instead of beating yourself up just start celebrating yourself <laughs> but just remember self-love is not selfish it's not selfish if you take one message away from this one it is that (laughs) well thank you so so much um for coming on the podcast it's obviously a pleasure as always to chat to you and I know we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours but um let's stop there and yeah thank you so much for coming on and I will speak to you you soon speak to you soon all right bye. bye